0: In conclusion, this book, while excellent in its analysis overall, is to a welcome to bring so so together the theories and methods the
1: of two different fields humanity, of study, social history, but detailed and enough so that
2: more seasoned researchers will
1: find it I'm Robert Casanello. I'm the Vice President of Research and Publications at HNet, and this is the Art of the Review podcast.
0: I'm Elena Kalinski, Managing Editor of HNet Reviews, and this is a podcast where we examine reviewing and criticism as an academic form.
1: This podcast is brought to you by HNET and the University of Central Florida's Center for Humanities and Digital Research.
0: Welcome to the Art of the Review podcast. Today we are going to talk about comics and comic books as the subject of reviewing. And I think this is a great topic to talk about because of a recent issue of the journal Art in America, the January 2016 issue um, actually talks about the relationship between comics and art. So I've been, Robert, uh, thinking about how do we talk about comics in an academic setting. So I can mention as an art historian that, of course, comics and popular culture um, have been part of the DNA of modern art uh, for 200 years you know, artists like Corbet, Manet, the Impressionists were looking at broadsides and Japanese popular prints. The Cubists used newspapers, but... Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and, and pamphlets, I think, too. Right? Pamphlets,
0: yeah. 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 But the thing is, um, art historians have traditionally looked at comics and popular culture as kind of the raw materials for what we would consider fine art. And I think that more recently, uh, scholars in the field of Comic studies have tried to look at comics on their own terms as text. I remember when I was in college in the early 2000s, Mouse was a text that was assigned in uh, one of my Common Core classes, and I know uh, more recently Alison Bechdel's Fun Home, a graphic memoir, has been uh, widely assigned. And I think Alison Bechdel has actually done a residency at the University of Chicago. Um, so so comic books have entered the academic sphere and have become part of the conversation of literary studies.
1: Right. And I think one of the things we should we should note, too, is the how comic books are also a global medium. You know, like there, it's not just U.S. authors and publishers that are doing this things, but around the world, people produce and consume comics in ways that have some continuity.
0: Yeah, that whole European history in France and Belgium. There's a, a festival that happens every year, um, the Angoulême Comic Book Festival.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, and I'm sure you know. Also, too, uh, you had mentioned this earlier. People who just study. Comic books as an artifact or the form of comics as an artifact. There's there's a great many gender studies, you know, especially concentrating on masculinity in comic books and, you know, masculinity in the consumption of comic books and things like this. So there's that whole avenue in addition to, you know, the, the art that you had mentioned.
0: Yeah, that's right. Um, so I guess in this episode, we want to think about, you know, what are some approaches to reviewing comic books um, that are maybe similar or different from reviewing academic Books,
1: Right. And so I was I ran into a, a friend of mine who, you know, I, I've known him for for some time. And I just know he's a scholar of comic studies. You know, we were talking about a, a, an episode to do and I thought, well, I wonder if people review comic books because I didn't know, you know, I had no idea that people reviewed comic books in a, in a scholarly fashion. And so I just asked him and he said, of course. There's scholarly reviews of comic books. And so I brought my microphone out to my friend, uh, Dr. Julian Chambliss at uh, Rollins College, and he and I sat down for a chat and talked about reviewing comics. I was as a young person was a consumer of comics and um, Julian also as a young person was a consumer of comics and has a scholar studied comics. And so now he does reviews in a variety of venues and a variety of settings of comic books. And so this was the impetus for getting the opportunity to talk to him about this issue.
0: Yeah, it's a great interview. Let's listen to it right now.
1: All right, Julian, I want to thank you for joining me.
0: Yeah, no problem.
1: And so uh, I invited you here because I want to have a discussion about comic books, and this podcast, The Art of the Review, we look at different ways in which uh, people review in an academic setting, and I know you know we've had conversations about reviewing comic books, and you agreed to talk to me about that a little bit, but before we get to the reviewing part, can you just explain to our audience what, what we mean by comic books, because I know a lot of people have kind of a different uh, impression of what they are, so... Right. I mean, there's
2: um, a sort of graphic literature that's common in terms of the American context. Typically, when we say comic books in the U.S., we're referring to sequential art uh, that is published. Uh, typically, uh, there's a sort of uh, kind of popular comic art, which is associated with comic books, which have been published since roughly the late 1930s. It's a contemporary period, and then there's... Um, Probably more adult-oriented, uh, modern comics that first emerged in the late late 50s, uh, 60s that uh, had a lot of political uh, connotations, uh, satirical. Um, 70s you had uh, raw or sort of underground comics with an X um, that gave us the people like Art Spiegelman and uh, stories like uh, Mouse. Um, So typically, comic books sort of fall within these two sort of very distinct areas. There's a kind of popular press comic books that are associated with superheroes. It's also associated with juvenile reader. And then a more adult-oriented comic book that might be comedic, but adult in uh, content and images and stories. Um, And that, those two areas, um, can, in terms of like format and style, be wildly different, right? I mean, you can find any kind of stylistic approach um, in both of those places. So, a standard comic book page is a six-panel page, is eight by eight and a half by eleven. But of course, we've seen some differences in in that sort of uh, format over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, so, typically, a comic book is a, a series of images that are juxtaposed with word bubbles to tell a story. Mm. And, and so things. just,
1: I guess, from, from what you're telling me here, we should assume that just like with, with books that you find in a bookstore or library, there's a body of literature associated with comics that, you know, kind of speak to it as a form.
0: Itself. Exactly. Yeah.
2: When you're doing comic books, there's actually a very vigorous comic studies uh, academic field and those different disciplinary approaches approach to comic book. Um, comic books from those, their perspectives. As a historian, I often talk about them as um, sort of historical objects in the context of courses and classes and research. Um, but other people will do sort of deep content analysis of the comic books themselves in terms of their review. Much like you would review a novel, you review a comic book the same way.
1: And so, um, so w- what venues are available for people to review comics?
2: Um, you can review them in either uh, very strict uh, academic forums. Uh, there are a number of journals that are dedicated to comic studies. I'm um, actually doing a review now for the uh, Scandinavian Journal of Comics. Um, but there are journals uh, like Journal of Popular Culture or uh, Studies in Comics or uh, Inc., which is a, a, there's a, an Australian journal. I mean, there's, there's actually quite a few, and each one of those you would find... Uh, reviews, much like you would find in a Journal of American History. There'd be articles
1: and then reviews. And so you're someone, um, and uh, let me know if I'm correct here, but you've done academic books as book reviews and you've done comics as, as reviews. And so right. what do you think is the difference between reviewing a comic versus reviewing something of a more traditional academic form?
2: Um, it depends on the audience. So it depends on the venue. Um, so I've done reviews that were both for a sort of traditional academic audience versus a public audience. Um, well,
1: can, instance, you, can you separate the two? So let, let's talk about yeah, the academic course, first. Yeah. So, so how, how do people who study comics, how do they want to understand uh, or appreciate a review of a comic?
2: They want to know, much like you would with a traditional academic text, uh, what are the kind of antecedents that are influencing the work? Um, They want to know uh, specifically, depending on the complexity of the uh, comic art object, Uh, is it a solo work, like so an auteur kind of thing, where like the writer and the artist is the same person? Or is it a collaborative work? Um, and therefore, you sort of have to, like, parse out both those narratives, as it was the work of the artist, was the work of the, uh, the writer. Um, how do you situate this, this comic as a, a sort of genre? Um, they, is this autobiographical? Is this, you know, some sort of uh, version of a, a very distinct literary uh, approach? Like, is it sci-fi, is it Western, is it is something else? Is it um, attempting to do something, and how does it do something, and does it accomplish that? I mean, it's, in that way, it's similar to whatever kind of review you would do. But you do, in a comic book, have to sort of uh, uh, deal with both the art and uh, the words. And so if you're going to do a review of a comic, um, and you don't necessarily have to do that, but uh, I think a good review will do that. And and so that makes for the reader uh, a sort of complete review. Like it would be as you know, if you're reviewing a, any kind of book, if you left out some huge portion of the book, it wouldn't make sense. And so, it would a with a graphic novel or you know a graphic uh, source, you have to talk about the the imagery. Um, but here, you're actually talking about the imagery. So, well d- do you put the imagery in a context
1: then? Like, I mean- yeah,
2: you 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 do. You try to, um, and this is one of the things that makes it hard because you really have to like pay attention to what kind of artistic. Uh, references and, and tropes and and styles are in the comic book right so if you're looking at, at something and, I, and i've done you know both the sort of traditional one like i'm in reviewing one thing and like a kind of cohesive like a series of things uh so where you have to like figure out like what all these things together mean um, and so one, one way that you can group things is, like, artistically. Like, you know, how are they approaching, like, the human form? or How are they approaching landscapes? How are they approaching uh, depictions of X, Y, mm-hmm. and Z? Um, as a sort of visual thing, but you can also do it in terms of, like, a tonal thing, right? And then how those things working together? Um, and, of course, profiles that are, I think, really complete, really try to figure out what the author... You know, how do the author situate themselves I mean what what are the traditions that they're sort of aligning themselves with when they're, when they're trying to produce the work so how do much like you would with the historiography of a, a traditional history book you know you're doing a graphic novel review what is this work referencing in order to make you know, sort of deliver on this work you know or is this part of like a, a long tradition associated with this person uh, is there a book evolving so on and so forth so it's it's a it's a a complicated it can be a complicated thing or or, or not, depending on how, how complicated you want to make it, I think.
1: And so let's switch gears to the, you said that uh, another venue would be for a popular audience. That right. might be consuming comic books, so to say.
2: Right, yeah. Um, for those people, um, they typically need more information about the comic, right? So they uh, want to know why they should read the comic. They don't necessarily have the desire for technical information right they don't necessarily know how and why the person has done this or you know how they might be interpreting film uh, point of view or perspective or that kind of complexity they want to know like what is the story you know how is it being portrayed in that way, it might be a little bit simpler, but they also need to know why they should care. When you're doing it for an expert audience, they kind of know. Like, they showed up wanting to know legitimately, you know, why is this important? How does this sort of continue the discussion we're having about comics as a legitimate art form or comics as a political art form or comics as a gender-based? Or blah, 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 blah. Popular audience is like, why is this cool? in a kind of simplistic way, like, why should I read this? Like, so it's I, almost like film reviews. Then. Yeah, it's a lot
1: like film reviews, right, yeah. Like when, when you open your newspaper and you see the movies that have come out. Yes, TV.
2: exactly. I, I actually just did one of these um, for a local newspaper, and it was uh, Holiday. And and we, I just ran to the editor, and um, – And I always get asked about comic books for Christmas, right? Like this, this is a normal occurrence. Like it's Christmas time. I buy my kid a comic book. What should I buy? I'm like, well, what do they like? And long discussion. And so I wrote a review for people who might be looking for um, comics. And I pointed to, well, you know, you, if you're watching TV and you like this show Arrow, well, here's the comic that visually is quite a template for the show. Or if you're expecting or want to see Batman versus Superman, that's coming out in theaters next year. These are two comics that really inform the sort of story content and, and characterization of, of Batman and Superman that we've seen on screen in the last few years. And, you know, so on and so forth. So it basically was like a film review, but saying like, well, if you've seen these films or watched these television, these are the comics that might be interesting to you.
1: Okay, Well, thank you for joining me today.
0: Ah, no problem. So there's a lot more to say about comics in art, uh, comic books in the classroom, and reviewing comics. Actually, HNet Reviews ran a review of a graphic history back in 2015. So we'll have the links to all of those things at the Art of the Review show notes blog on the H Podcast Network.